Hello my little deviled eggs, my name is Sonia Rita and you're listening to Sonia Scramble, junk food for your brain. And I'm here with my friend, Maddie. Maddie. <laughs> Hi Maddie. Hi Sonia. <laughs> so let everyone know how we know each other. How do we know each other? I don't um, remember. Yeah, I was I just... probably high or drunk. Oh my god, yeah, and like you know, freshman in high school, year of high school, you know, absolutely. You crazy Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we know each other from high school. Yes, yes. So that is four, eight. We graduated in 2016. Ten years? Shit, yeah. Yeah, that's 10 years. That's a, oh my look gosh, at us. we know each other for 10 years. In the double digits now. That's how you know our friendship is real. Yes. Honestly, you're probably like... My best friend. Like if I had to choose, if I had to choose one best friend, it'd be you. But I don't choose best friends. (laughs) I have multiple. (laughs) And that's why best friends are great. Yeah, because we allow each other to have multiple best friends. Yes, exactly. We're polyfriendious. Yeah, (laughs) great term. Anyways, that's way off topic. Why do I have you here? We have you here because we. It's just me. I have you here because we're going to be talking about a movie we just watched. Yesterday, we decided to put on our masks, head over to the movie theater, and watch House of Gucci. Yes. Father, Son, and House House of of Gucci. Gucci. Yes. So that was actually my first Gaga movie that I've ever watched. Which is crazy considering... Because I'm like her number one fan. Yeah. Shocking, but here we are. Um, it was a good movie. Let's go ahead and just like jump straight into it. Okay. You watched it twice. Twice. Yes. So this was your second time watching it. Can Correct. you tell us what your first experience was like? Yes. My first experience. Um, I mean, I saw it pretty early, so this was before. You watched it like the week it came out. Yeah. I think the day um, it came out, right? I don't know if it was the day, but it was pretty close. Right. And so that was kind of before I was able to read um, other reviews, which is pretty crazy because it's pretty divided on whether people are like, it's good or no, it's not good. Right. Um, So I mostly went for Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. Like you just had to say those two names and I'm there. I mean, Lady Gaga's hot and I just recently learned yesterday that Adam Driver is also hot. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> learning very important yes, things absolutely um yeah so i didn't really i mean and i know i'm not in like the high fashion world at all you know i mean we live in greeley colorado so I yeah we like, have all the gucci stores here yeah. we have two gucci stores two versace stores yeah we have i it mean all. you know normally i'm just spending my pocket change on gucci handbags oh, and absolutely. Mm-hmm. um so i actually had no idea what the story was even about but i kind of love going into movies like just right blind yeah i didn't know this story at all yeah no so Um, this was my first experience with this story yeah and i really enjoyed it um i think it's always a little weird for me uh when actors i know or am used to hearing maybe with more of like an american accent speak not with an american accent you know like i'm so used to lady gaga's way of talking or Adam Driver's way of talking 
and they're so distinct that at See? first I was like, this is weird to me. But my second time watching, I felt that it was a lot more natural. Right. This was my first time watching most of those actors, mm -hmm. except for like Jared Leto. Right. But he was and so. I didn't even know up. it was Jared no, Leto. It's hard to tell. So I can, like, literally half. Way in the movie, I was like, "Wait, is that?" Yeah. <laughs> but Gaga was the only one that I like knew mm -hmm. beforehand. Right. And even with her, I feel like her transition to being an actress is so flawless because, honestly, throughout her whole career, she has sounded different, she has mm -hmm. talked different, she has acted different. Yeah. So, like, I don't have a cemented vi like version of her in my brain. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to see her as different characters. Right. And this is coming from a fan, you know? So it's like, I know some people, like, know her for one era, and that's how mm -hmm. they see Lady Gaga, but I see her for her whole career, and it's right. constantly changing, and this is just, like, the something next, new to right. add on to it. So it's felt very natural. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think... What would you rate the movie the first time you watched it? I think I did rate it on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. Um, out of like five stars, I think I gave it a four star rating. Ooh, wow. I can check. Wow, you gave it a good rating. Do you think, uh, did you have any like questions after watching it the first time that you went into the second time being like, okay, I'm going to look for these answers or do you feel like, and what were those if you did, or do you feel like it was flawless the first time and you didn't have any questions? Um... I don't know if I necessarily had any questions after coming out of it the first time. I, well, I had a big icy the first time I watched it as right. well, so I like really had to pee. So mm -hmm. I could start to feel the length, you know, because right. I was like starting to have other things on my mind. Right. Um, so I think that was definitely like one of the reasons why I it wasn't like totally flawless perfect movie right um and then i just remember even from the first time watching it i really enjoyed it for how much of a character driven right movie it was and seeing the transition of Maurizio and patrizia from I would say pretty loving. Like, their relationship is something that in the beginning was so easy to believe in. Right. And seeing them transition into both bad people in their own ways. Um, so I think I just remember taking that. Like, that was one of the biggest takeaways was just seeing those character transitions and even, like, the character explorations right. of the other principal cast like jeremy irons uh al pacino jared leto like right. just seeing how they were able to and then watching it a second time i think there's other things i picked up on right that added to like the depth of like, character you pointed out to me that when uh Maurizio mm -hmm. was cheating on patrizia yes he made her he made his mistress the same drink yes he had made when he met Patrizia, mm -hmm. and, and then they, then they, they danced. danced. So it was like a which complete is exactly mirror. exactly how they met. Right. Exactly. And so I just thought that was really interesting. And 
I also thought it was interesting how Patrizia always pursued Maurizio. And so then when he's kind of turning the tables and he's now the pursuer in the relationship. But, like, everything else is still mirrored. Right. I think it it goes to show the reasons he was cheating. Mm -hmm. I think that him mirroring his initial start with Patrizia shows that he was craving that love from the beginning of the relationship. Oh, yeah. And that, like, you know, he was finding that in someone else because she wasn't giving that to him anymore. Right. Not, like, you know, not to blame her for it, but... Because, you know, he's cheating, but... Right. Either way, she's being a a villainous, scheming bitch. You know what I mean? She really, like, pushed him to betray his family. Honestly, going back to Patrizia, I mm-hmm. feel like I see why the actual woman in real life is might be offended by this portrayal of her. Because right. I think it truly depicts her as a crazy woman. Yeah. Because the reason she does all of this is because she met some psychic on TV. Yeah. And she's just like and because floored she... by this psychic and just follows everything she tells her to do. Yeah. And because she loves him, not because... He, you know, took her money from Gucci. You know, he said he was going to take care of her. So it wasn't like he wronged her in a financial way or a materialistic way. It was like because she still loved him and he didn't love her anymore. Right. That's why she ended up killing him. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the beginning of the movie... She, he completely dropped his family. Yeah. And she chose to marry him regardless. Mm -hmm. So obviously in the beginning, the money didn't matter to her because he dropped it. Right. Now, when she saw the prospect of that money coming back into her life and then Mm -hmm. her psychic telling her, like, you have big wealth coming to you. Right. That's when I think her brain started to, like... When she gave into that, like, ambition. Into, like, the selfishness and... Mm -hmm you know, that evil aspect of her character. And I think towards the end in that scene where she goes up to Maurizio and she has that book Mm -hmm. and she's like, look at this book that we made for you. She literally, at first she says, we made this for you, but then she drops the we and says, I made this for you. Right. And she says, one thing I noticed that she said is, I want you all to myself. Like she completely removed. She tried to use their daughter kind of as like, emotional blackmail to get him to come back. Right. But when that wasn't She working, obviously she didn't love her daughter. Her pretense. In my opinion. Yeah. At least in the movie. Yeah. Because at the yeah. very end of the movie, she slams the, the door. door on yeah. the child. And Ugh. as we're getting more heated, I feel like it's important to note that everything we're saying is about these characters in the movie. In the movie. Um, we don't know if yeah, Patricia actually how they hates her child. Acted in real life. Exactly. You know, it's all exaggerated. But yes. in the movie that's what Very it clearly. plays off. Yeah. Um, let's go into each. Oh, like, there's one thing. Because I would have been thinking about it since we watched it last night. And one thing that I noticed that um, I found interesting was in the beginning when Maurizio, like, cuts himself off from his family to choose Patrizia, we kind of see that as, like, a noble or maybe moral right. reason to turn against your family. And then when they both enter back in, he ends up betraying his family and turning himself against them. But it's very, like, immoral. Evil. Yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting that kind of Patrizia was the reason for both of those Yeah, you're so right. So I just found that really interesting. Oof. 
And that's another second time watching thought. <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Um, let's go through each actor uh, for the, like the main roles and just like talk about how we feel they did as yeah. that character. Lady Gaga as Patrizia. Eight. She did so good. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. um, people were calling out her accent. Right. That it didn't sound Italian enough. But when you do a comparison side by side with Patrizia, she sounds like Patrizia. Right. Because she's not doing an accent. She's doing an A impression. person. Right. Absolutely. Um, I think she pulled it off really well. And mm -hmm. I feel like I didn't see Lady Gaga. No. Like, I feel like in A Star is Born, she was still playing about, mm -hmm. like, a musician. That's right. the word. Um, so I haven't watched The Star is Born, so I don't know. But even in the music, I can still hear Gaga. Right. Um, she didn't even sing in this. No. You know what I mean? It's like, this is definitely not Gaga. This is Patrizia. Right. Oh, yeah. And I just really loved the um, range of emotion she was able to show and her jealousy to her heartbreak. Right. You know, and her ambition. Um, and even... I would say, like, manipulation. Right. The, the fact that she put in so much work just goes to show. And I appreciate that. Yeah. Let's go to Jared Leto. Jared Leto? I didn't even know it was Jared Leto. Yeah. And he's a second character in there, too. He's, like, the person waiting. Yeah, he, yeah, he has, like, a little cameo as yeah. his actual face. Right. Facial. It was so weird. I personally am not, like, the hugest fan of how Jared Leto always behaves. Because I know when right. he was the Joker, he was, like, sending live rats and stuff to other oh, cast members. Oh, wow. So I'm not always, like, you know, if That's I see Jared intense. Leto, I'm always, like, a little more hesitant. Right. But I loved him in this. He was just, like, such a great, campy, comedic right. relief. I think that... That probably was a good thing for them because this character is definitely... They constantly call him a stupid idiot. Oh, yeah. And I don't think he... He, he couldn't have done anything mean and malicious by playing a literal clown. Right. I think... Uh, I know right after we, like, watched the movie, I had looked up a few articles and mm -hmm. I had read that, like, Tom Ford had come out and said, like, that's not the Paolo Gucci that I knew, like, Paolo Gucci was a good businessman. Right. And, like, not a clown. Right. So it might be offensive to see him as a clown. But I it's like, again, it's, it's, it's a movie. It serves the story. Exactly. You need that comedic relief. If we would have not had his character, mm -hmm. it would have just been tense the whole time. Yeah. And, like, he brought so much relief to the movie. Yeah. That I can't see his character being anything, anything different. No. Absolutely. I think it really... And it, his character, I think, also served to kind of perpetuate the family dynamics. Right. Like, Jared Leto's character needed to be kind of this incompetent clown type for uh, Aldo Gucci to groom Maurizio to take over the business. Right, and you then know, like for that... Maurizio to groom him. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. just being groomed left and right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's go on to Adam Driver. Eight. He's hot. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Talking about he's hot, that sex scene. Oh my god, I know. <laughs> okay, something that we talked about is the fact that Adam Driver apparently is always eating women out. Yes. He, literally, he eats Patrizia out. Mm -hmm. The he mistress. He eats the mistress out. And you're saying that Adam in... Driver in another movie eats a, yes. a woman out so too. So if you're also looking for a more graphic Adam oh, Driver okay. movie. Let me get my notebook real quick. Annette okay. on Amazon Prime. It has French directors, so okay. it's like almost full, completely full nudity. Which sex scene is better, this one or 
another one in that one. The Annette sex scene. Okay, I'll have to watch it. Honestly, I was going into this movie super excited for the sex scene. Mm-hmm. And when it actually happened, the sex scene wasn't what was good about it. It was the, like, the comedy behind it. They mm-hmm. were just having this, like, rough, yeah, like, intense sexual moment where he was, like, grabbing up on her pearls and, like, eating her out. And then, bam, scene change. It's their the wedding. wedding. <laughs> I literally, I was so red and I wanted to burst out laughing (laughs) but no one else in the theater was laughing so I was just like this is supposed to be funny y'all come on laugh (laughs) no that was a really good it's so funny I love it because it's like so intense at that point where like Lady Gaga is like making all those noises and then wedding wedding they're married yes so good such a good moment I'm gonna watch the movie again just for that scene (laughs) Okay, let's move on to Al Pacino. Yes, Mr. Aldo I don't, Gucci. I've never seen him in a movie before, I don't think. So this is my first time seeing him act. And honestly, Aldo Gucci was one of my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Because he... um, He truly was, like, in it for the family and for yes. the business. Yes. He's the only one who I thought had, like, pure intentions the whole time. And, like... He was tricked and deceived multiple times, and he was shocked by being deceived. So he was, like, the purest of most of the characters to me. Interesting. Yeah. I thought he did so good at playing, like, almost a lovable asshole. Mm. Because, you know, he... I think he was really in it for the family and the business. But then, of course, you know, that came at the cost of him knowingly making... uh, reproductions right fakes yeah for profit so i think you know he kind of almost threatens right patrizia and maurizio and he's like i'm half of gucci like you're not gonna stop this while i'm in here so i think you know he really played the part well honestly though even if you look at gucci today they still sell t-shirts with gucci yeah they do i know they're talking about how cheap shit cheap it is to sell like the waters with the logos and and yeah they still do yeah they still do it because because he he was onto something like you need to make poor people Mm -hmm. feel like they're participating right in this luxury experience right or else you can't have the actual luxury right and if they're gonna pay for the cheaper luxury experience why not be the one to be selling it to them and not letting other people do exactly it. i completely so agree. Yeah. Um, yeah but i just think he played his part really well i agree what about uh jeremy Irons? i love jeremy irons okay did you know jeremy irons actually plays scar in the animated I didn't lion know king that. oh my goodness yes, so honestly we didn't get to experience much of him mm-hmm. for me to, to compare him honestly to the right. rest of the cast but he does play an important role. That's why I think it's important to bring him up. I think that my favorite uh, storyline with him was that he... And this goes to show, like, Patrizia's genuine personhood, humanity. Mm-hmm. Where when he first meets her, afterwards he's like, you can't marry her. She's right. trash. She's, mm-hmm. you know... She's lowly. She's poor. Right. Her father owns a trucking company. Mm-hmm. Fuck her, basically. Right. You're rich. Marry a rich girl. Right. Um, and that's why the family got divided. Mm-hmm. And what technically brings the family back is he's dying. Mm-hmm. And Patrizia shows up and says, 
I had a daughter and I decided to name her after your dead wife. Yeah. And I feel like in that moment he was like, holy shit, she's like. Right. You know, she's well, and even a like, person. I don't know if they were his last words in the movie, but one of his last lines is we need more women in the family. Yeah. And I thought it was really interesting then, you know, like Jeremy Irons' character was pretty antagonistic um, in the beginning. But one of the last things he says is admitting that maybe the Gucci family needs more women. And then Aldo Gucci, you know, once he starts to be challenged on his decisions, he says, this is not for women. Like, this is the man's game, you know, to Patrizia. Yeah. Um, So I just thought that was kind of an interesting arc for his character, even though you're right, he wasn't didn't have as much screen time. Right. Um it was it was a good movie. Yeah. Honestly, what would your final rating for it be after the second time you watched it? I would still give it either a 4 or a 4.5, like would, out of yeah. 5. I would have to agree. I think it's one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's very camp, it's very theatrical. Yeah. So, I'm definitely going to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to read the book. Because yeah. I feel like there's a lot missing from mm-hmm. the story. I mean, but they there fit was a like lot into two hours. Two and a half. decades to Absolutely. fit. So that was yeah. quite the feat. So I'm excited to read the book. Yeah. And I think the movie did a really good job at giving us the story in mm-hmm. a, in, in an entertaining way. Right. That is. And followed a film format. Exactly. That's great for film. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you have any I, last words about the movie? Hmm. I think one of the interesting things about filming. Uh, for that movie was Ridley Scott. He, this is from like, uh, I watched like a podcast and Lady Gaga was talking about, or I watched a podcast. I listened (laughs) to a podcast and Lady Gaga was talking that, uh, normally they'll have like one camera on, you know, we're facing each other. So if they'd have one camera on you, we'd say our lines and then they switch the camera on me and then we'd say our lines and then they kind of splice them together. Right. But he just had like four to six cameras rolling at all times. So it really helped like speed up the filming process, keep them in character for the entire scene. And then when we're seeing everything spliced up, it's oftentimes from that one filming, you know, right. not like filming 30 times the same scene. Right. So I really think that helped like Make it feel more natural. Right. And just their energies were probably at like peak energy. You know, it just felt like one of those movies that everyone was passionate about. Yeah, passionate about making it and like being there. Definitely. Well, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Thank you so much for having Absolutely. me on the podcast. You're amazing. You're amazing. We need to watch more movies and talk yes. about more movies. Yes, maybe movie the next one we can watch is yeah. Maybe the next we can watch is what's the other one Gaga's in? A Star Is Born. A Star Is Born. Let's do Let's it. Let's do it. Absolutely. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to today's episode of Sonia Scramble. Make sure to follow us on our social media at Sonia underscore Scramble without the N-Y. And I'll see you next time here on Sonia Scramble. Sonia Scramble.